Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back here on Early Break on the Ticket, Nick Sander, Jake Bakov, and Jay Foreman all with you guys. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line, both those open for you. All right, Jay, biggest concern heading into tomorrow? Whether it's a position group, whether it's matchups, biggest concern heading into Saturday and why? I don't have any concern. I mean, the only concern I have is would be, you know, you know, I just always, from my experience, never showed up to a game thinking it's just going to be easy. We're just going to roll people over, you know. I mean, even though, you know, like when I was playing, we played, you know, Pacific, and we knew there's a highly, you know, high chance we were going to win. We still had to go out there and earn it. So, as far as like the ch- chance to win or anything like that, or who should win and who could win. Everything, every box is checked for Nebraska. So, you know, the only, I guess, concern is if they go out there and lay an egg. I don't think they, they will. I think, um, you know, I think it'll be a tough game. I think, you know, I, I think Nebraska, and I say easily should be 8-4, and 9-3 and three based on the schedule that they have. But it's not going to be easy 8-4 and four and 93. They can't go out there and have a Purdue game and think they're going to beat um, a team like Indiana or Rutgers. But if they go out there and don't turn the ball over and play good, sound football, they'll win the game. So it's no different than this Northwestern game. I know it's going to be harder because it's the first game of the season, but it's a lo- it's opponent they know. Um, and they've had, you know, obviously recent success in which is last year. Um, and so they should be more than excited to not play tight. And so uh, I don't have any concern. Um, I mean, obviously there's some holes or whatever that you just don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. I mean, when you you know you could talk about on the offensive side of the ball. You know, you got a quarterback that transferred in. You got offensive line guys that you're you know had to get healthy. And so you could say you're worried about continuity. Um, Fedoni's you know I think hurt or whatever at the tight end position. So a lot of pressure goes on whether Chancellor Bloomington or, or Vokalek. Um, it seems like you got about eight running backs in there, and all of them had pretty decent camps. Um, and then same thing with the receivers. But the great thing about football and with the coaching staff and the coaches that they got now, it seems like they're going to you know see who rises to the top. Now, I know they did that before, so I'm not saying this like any of the other coaches didn't. Um, but I just, you know, sometimes when you have four running backs, you don't have one, and you don't have one until one steps yeah. up if you have – eight receivers you don't have your top three until three step up so that's where we're at um it's not a 
scrimmage type of mentality, but it's a mentality of a lot of unknowns. So uh, it's a lot of opportunity. So I envision that everybody wanted this opportunity. And they're going to take advantage of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think if you if you look into it, I, I, I've got a lot of a few concerns, not, maybe not concerns, just like areas of interest um, that you, you kind of ran down there. But I think the biggest one is, and as we've mentioned before, um, you know, this team likes to run the ball. They've got a good good do, uh, group of running backs and Evan Hole, Cam Porter, uh, and even another captain on the running back unit. And they weren't able to get it going. Obviously, Cam Porter was hurt last year, but... You know, when you think about that blowout, I think your your analogy to kind of a, a, a three-point you know three point team um, hitting all their threes, it kind of felt that way. Everything went right for Nebraska yeah. against Northwestern, especially early on in last year's game. That threw them completely off their game plan. Uh, and so Evan Hole only got like seven carries or whatever it was last year. Um, if they can stay in the game and in state of their pace, then they're going to try to grind it out and – and, you know, Nebraska, you know, you feel really good about that linebacker core coming back, um, but that defensive front is, is new. So they have yeah. to kind of prove themselves that they're a good run-stopping defense. Uh, otherwise, you could be in for a, a, a long a long afternoon and, and a close game. Yeah, and it's always a little uh, hard, you know, going against, you know, opponents besides the guys you've been practicing against essentially since the spring. You know, you know them, you kind of know how they move, and, and you can kind of guest plays so now you got to really really focus in on your fundamentals hand placement footwork and uh you know more importantly the only controllable you have out there is, is your effort so um and sometimes you gotta exert exert more energy and more effort earlier in the game to calm your nerves and um you know i, I stepped in a little bit with nick last night calling the game um you know with over there at lincoln east and you see, you saw some missed tackles, which led to two huge runs, normally by two running backs that aren't going to be running 65. One was a 65-yarder, other was, was like 69. 69 yarder. Um, but that's what you might see in the first game, and that gives you gives teams extra confidence, and that changed the whole momentum of the game. And so, you know, Nebraska just needs to go out there and play good, sound football. And the continuation of consistent improvement is is huge for these first three games, but you can't go out there and lay an egg in the first game and expect, oh, well, we did, you know, we laid an egg, and then these next two games, which are essentially our layups, you know, we're going to go out there and try to feast on, you know, um, some lower level teams. This is a good competitive team that you're going to go against. Is a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a football program that's gonna that has a lot of pride in it. Um, you know, they're, you know, they. They're a bunch of Chicago kids, or they're, they're in Chicago. They, you know, they're going to be tough. Um, they were embarrassed last year, not only by, by the way that they played against Nebraska, but how they played as a whole. Um, and they're looking to bounce back against a team that they've had success in. You got to think, you know, in the last three years, I think Northwestern has run won the Big Ten West three times, or last mm -hmm. six years, three of the last five, or something like that. So they're a team that that has a winning tradition, and they know how to bounce back after a, um, a not so good season. So. Um, you know, they're, they're thinking the same thing. If they get good, good quarterback play, good line play, they like their running back room. They got a receiver or two, then go from there. And same thing with Nebraska. And I think when, uh, Mickey Joseph, you know, named his kind of depth chart last year, you know, you see Trey Palmer in Washington is going to probably most likely start right. and Elante Brown. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how they come out and play. Let's uh, let's head to the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Let's go to the phone lines. we got True Red on the line. True Red, happy Friday. What's on your mind? Happy Friday, fellas. Um, I agree with Jay. Um, I really don't have any concerns uh, going into tomorrow. Um, as far as what I'm most excited about, 
um, Casey Thompson. Um, I'm really excited to see what his arm looks like, um, if he's healthy. Um, and uh, with that being said, I think the final score will be um, 41-13. I think Nebraska goes in and uh, dominates um, big crowd out there supporting us as well. I think uh, originally I was thinking 9-3. I want to change that to 10-2. and, two. Right, and That's, of go. course, if we have consistency, like Jay said, also, injuries. We're not plagued with uh, any um, injury bugs. Um, so, And then one last thing, go Husker women's volleyball, preseason yes. number one. They kick off the season tonight, so that's exciting. And then um, for Indiana, um, the players who died on their football team, those who were injured, um, that was a really sad thing. So let's be grateful for what we have and just being alive and being able to watch the game, Phyllis. I appreciate it. Go Big Red. Appreciate it, True Red. Thanks for the thanks for the call. Greg and Milford, if you were uh if you were on the line that we, we dropped your call or we, we lost your call on accident. So if you want to call back or if you hung up then that's fine as well. But if you wanna call back <laughs> we can get your thought on the line. Um so here's what True Red said. Interesting Casey Thompson uh, I, I think there's a lot of excitement around Casey Thompson. How much do we think that we're going to see him slinging around tomorrow, Jay? Uh, I think a lot of it depends on, um, you know, how they start. You know, I'd, I'd like to think they're going to – I mean, they, they have confidence in Casey is throwing the ball, so and they have confidence in the receivers are doing what they need to do. That's why they're starting. So, I think they'll throw it, and I think, you know, Whipple's always been kind of 50-50 maybe, right, 55-45, so yeah. I think, you know, he'll hold true to that. But if the, I think if the running game's going, um, I think this coaching staff and the offensive coaching staff in particular are okay with, you know, lining up and pounding, pounding them. I think actually that would be something that they would welcome. Um, it, w- it would obviously show a lot of growth of the, each player individually and collectively. Um, it's a different, uh, you know, I guess part of the game that we've never really had, which I mean, which is a conventional run game, which would really, really uh, bode well, you know, for the next, you know, games, you know, in the next, uh, you know, first like five or six weeks of the season where they legitimately have to, you know, um, you know, prepare for a downhill running attack, not a quarterback running attack, because that's totally different. People don't understand rushing yards from a quarterback is still, you know, something that you really worry about, but it's not something that you fear. And the reason why is because if you can line up and beat me up and, and execute a running game, that takes your will. Quarterbacks is kind of like, okay, well, we've covered everybody, and you you know you break the defensive tackles' ankles, and then that, okay, that's fine. Granted, if you if you do that like Johnny Manziel did that one game yeah. against Alabama, that's legendary. But over a twelve game season. As we've seen, that's kind of hard to I was do. Say, is it sustainable? Right, right. Well, it's it, not because then yeah. you end up injured. Because some yeah. you're going to get got, and it would happen against Adrian last year against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. When you come up in their half step and you get pistol whip. <laughs> hey, that, that, yeah. Yeah, and, no, na- and nature versus nurture, that's, and nature that's always right. wins. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, let's go back to the, to the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to the hotline. Greg in Michigan is on the line. Greg, hello, happy Friday, man. What's on your mind? Happy Friday to you guys, too. Hey, um, I've been a fan of the Big Red since 1978. I was on the sideline of Memorial Stadium when Billy Sims fumbled and then, you know, ran out on the field, and I've been hooked ever since. My Michigan friends don't understand that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply connection with Nebraska football because, they, you know, we got other options. Nebraska, it's everything. Um, I've lived through a lot of big games, but this game, to me, with Northwestern is huge. And I want your opinion. Um, you know, they talk about Nebraska's got to learn to win and they got a fragile psyche and they lost a bunch of close games and stuff. So would it be better for this big red team to come out there and win on a last two-minute drive with Casey Thompson um, throwing a touchdown pass or we get a field goal, you know, in the last minute to win it? Does it matter if it's a blowout or if it's close win? Because I see if they don't win this game with Northwestern, man, I'm only seeing like maybe four wins the rest of the way. What's your opinion? Thanks, Greg. Um, Jay? Uh, I don't think it's, you know, doom and gloom like you shut the doors and say, okay, this season's over, and then we could just kind of maybe just take off our Husker gear and yeah. become a, <laughs> I don't know, Iowa fan or something. Like, there's no, turn, no uh, you know, turning this around. Um, it definitely would be devastating. I'm not – I would be it, – it'd be worthless for me to sit there and look you, and say, oh, it would be great if we lost the game. It wouldn't be dev- – it wouldn't have ramifications. Um but that's what makes this a big game. It's yeah. this isn't. There's two type of big big games, right? Um, in the NFL, there's when you know your coach is on the hot seat. They, those are must wins because they'll be fired on the games on Sunday. You won't see him on Monday. And by the time you have your twelve o'clock, you know, team meeting, he'll be gone. Yeah, this is a must have game. Okay, there's a totally difference because even if something happens, Scott's going to still be the coach. Mm-hmm. That's what makes this a big game. There's other types of big games, Alabama, Auburn, um, you know, Michigan, Ohio State. Those are big games because it, it's it's like last year. We're playing for all the marbles to get to the Big Ten Championship or mm-hmm. say, you know, I think it was um, Iowa and Minnesota or Iowa-Wisconsin. You know, the winner kind of is in the driver's seat. Yeah. That's when, this is the big game because this is a must-have. It's a must-have for the coach the players, the university, the dang state, alumni, because it's the game. There is, you, there, is not, there is not one reason we shouldn't win this game. Mm-hmm. There's not one reason we shouldn't win this game convincingly. And convincingly could be winning by 10, but you win it. You just this it, game was over. You, doesn't matter it, what the, it, yeah, it was over. It, by the third, it was never third quarter. A question. It was never a question. You felt right. Nebraska had had control. Had control of the, the game. They from were the, disciplined right. for four quarters. They 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 limited penalties. They forced turnovers. And even if they didn't result in touchdowns or points necessarily, they were winning the line of scrimmage. They were taking care of the the ball, and, and they were eating up clock. Right, and that's the way it is. And yeah. and and they did what they needed to do. They make the plays that are necessary, to, and and you end up winning by ten or more points. People always think like, "Oh, you dominated a game and you won by 30." Yeah. Well, those 30 points can come in like three plays. Otherwise, the game was close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I'd have to go back and watch Northwestern last year. And if it was only six or seven plays, I can guarantee you, Pat Fitzgerald probably had the whole team as a whole watch that game. Mm-hmm. And 
I've heard Bill Belichick do this, where he says that he takes away the, say, four or five plays and say, okay, look at this game, or teams that go against it. So if you can kind of get your team, whether it's Nebraska or the opponent, to hone in on the meat and potatoes of the game, yeah. it doesn't make the, – the score doesn't matter because you've already shown for a longer period of time versus five or six plays that you can compete. So – that's why, you know, it could be a tough game. But, again, at the end of the day, I think it's a game that Nebraska should, um, you know, win pretty handily. It's not going to be easy. You know, we're not playing North Dakota the first time. Yeah. You know, just because we beat them last year bad, um, I think. It, but it should be – you should want a game to where if you go out there and put th- forth good effort, you're going to win the game. All right, it's time to play the game show. Call now, 402-464-5685. Now – I lacked creativeness on making the topic for today. We did bowl games once again today. So um, bowl games, these are a little tougher questions. They're not as recent. They're a little tougher questions, so we're really going to test your your knowledge of, of bowl teams or bowl games that Nebraska's played in, I would say, in the last 20 years or so. So we're we're expanding our uh, our view on, on Nebraska bowl games. So call now, 402-464-5685. Shut up, simple or I guess Shut Up Bach starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to Shut Up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut Up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Alrighty, shut up, Sipple. Call now, 402-464-5685. Looks like we got a contestant. Gus is writing the name on the board, and it's Mark. Hello, Mark. How's it going? Good morning, gentlemen. How do we feel about uh, about the last 20 years of bowl games for Nebraska? How, about, how do we feel about our knowledge? I feel pretty good. I was at most of those games, so if my memory doesn't oh, fail me, I have a chance. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, Mark, first question will go to you. Who did Nebraska play in the 2015 Holiday Bowl? In the 2015 Holiday Bowl, I believe Nebraska played uh, Washington Huskies. Bach, would you like to steal this one? It was not the Washington Huskies. Step, step up, Bach. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm new Big Ten brethren, USC. Nice job, Bach. Well, that was easy for Bach. Who's, who's the, right. Who was the coach for bonus? Who was oh, the coach yeah. for Nebraska in that game? I got it. It was Barney Cotton. It was Barney, yeah. It was Barney oh, Cotton. That's right, it was yeah. after Bo got fired and Barney yeah. was the interim. Before then, he and the went offense to, looked actually pretty good. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it did. That was, uh, Tim Beck was able to Kyler run Reed's, he Kyler Reed's last game. I love Kyler Reed. <laughs> All right. That was, that's what <laughs> that, you remember? That's who we went with. All right, Bach, next one goes to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a who, good one, Dick. Who did, who did Nebraska lose to in, two, in the 2007 Cotton Bowl? 2007 Cotton Bowl. I believe that's, uh, that's the Auburn Tigers. Bach! How about that? Bach, All right, you, Bach, your whole life you've just been watching bowl games? Oh, yeah. well, until the last five years, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark, next one goes to you. You need this one to stay in the game. You're down 2-0 right now. Who did Nebraska play in the 2016 Music City Bowl? Uh, I believe I that was the last bowl we did in. It sure well, was. Perhaps. Uh, I think we lost to the Tennessee Volunteers. That is absolutely that is correct. Nice job, Mark. All right, so 2-1, Bach. Here we go. 
If you get this incorrect, Mark has a chance to steal right. and we He's go to the tiebreaker. He probably breaker. went to this game, too. So. Yeah. Who did Nebraska play in the 2003 Alamo Bowl? Well, 2003. Oh, I know this. Alamo Bowl. Uh, let's see. 2002. I believe, memory serves me correctly. I think it's, uh, was it Ole Miss? All right. All right. There is life. Oh, Bach. There Bach. is Bach. life. This is a layup, man. Mark. <laughs> Question goes to you because I'm guessing you would want to steal this one. Who did Nebraska yeah. play in the 03 Alamo Bowl? It is one of two teams, Northwestern or Michigan State. So I've got to decide between one of those two teams, and it was 2003. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Five seconds. Oh, man. <laughs> At least you're down to two. I'm going I'm to go with Michigan State. All right, uh, there is life. We're all tied up Michigan at two. State? Yep, I was dead set on Northwestern. Mich- <laughs> Northwestern was earlier. Well, they played them. They played them around the same time. They, they sure did. In, the, in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, so that's they, why it was hard to remember. They sure did. All right, tiebreaker goes to uh, Bach here. We'll see. He'll set an over under, and uh, Mark, you'll have to guess whether it's over under. What is the enrollment undergraduate enrollment number at Northwestern? Ah. Uh, I think that's a tough school to get into. Undergraduate enrollment number. Uh, let's go with 10,500. Okay. Mark, would you like to go under or, or excuse me, over or under 10,500 for the total undergraduate enrollment number at Northwestern? It is a tough selected school to get into. I think 10,500 is too high. I'm going to go under. How about that? Mark comes back and wins. Hey, he came back like Return of the Jedi. The, oh, man. The, the, I thought I had that. Enro- I the enrollment number at Northwestern is 8,095. Yeah. So how about that? Mark, nice job. Stay on the line to uh, get your bagels. Great job, you Mark. Can, That's would, the, hey, that, that right there. That's coming back like that Return of the Jedi. That is awesome. How about that, Come on, Mark? Bach. I don't, you, you, yeah, you got to be better, I don't feel Bach. bad about my performance. Bach, you, that was, that Bach, close. you, you drove the ball 98 yards and fumbled <laughs> on the one-yard line. Yeah, you, you or, or passed. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. yeah. You, you, over there, you threw Carey. a couple passes. He's Pete Carroll. Yeah. 2003. Mark was like Bobby Wagner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark is bad Bobby Wagner. He just Bobby Wagnered you. All right. Oh, let's, uh, Bach. Come on, players. <laughs> well, the 2002 season, oh, though. Stop the excuses. You had a 2 nothing <laughs> lead and you lost. I, I, I was like, I was sitting here like, man, man, we went to the tiebreaker four out of five days this week. And I was like, all right, we're not going to go to the tiebreaker today because Bach has a 2 0 lead. And then here comes Mark. Looking like Bobby hey, Wagner. Hey, ba- Bach was up 14 <laughs> points in the second quarter. Ended up losing by eight. <laughs> Just out of reach. Yes. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up early break. Coming up next with the uh, spillover. Ad and Ad is back from Jamaica, so uh, Ad is Ad is oh, here. He was just there. Ad is back from Jamaica. Raf is here as well. We'll do the spillover. Coming up next. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.